Welcome to the Resources for Integrated Care webinar, Interdisciplinary Care Teams for Older Adults. This podcast is excerpted from a webinar presented live on December 7, 2017. In this podcast, Olivia Richard, care recipient, provides her perspective working with an interdisciplinary care team. Hi, my name is Olivia Richard. Uh, I am a member of the One Care Program who receives uh, coordinated care through uh, Commonwealth Caroline. Um, I enrolled in Commonwealth Caroline the health plan at the very beginning of the demonstration in 2013, um, basically because I was getting really bad health care in fee-for-service, and the, the Medicare, Medicaid fee-for-service system it was just not working for me. Um, I was at the point where I was repeatedly denied a new manual wheelchair, uh, was, and was trying to maintain my own chair uh, out of my own pocket and uh, pulled out some of those high school trade skills, uh, welded a little bit even, um, to try to get it uh, working. Uh, I was getting little to no community support within LTSS. Uh, I was in an agency model where I was receiving very few PCA hours. Uh, and as a result, my apartment became unhealthy to live in. I, I had a lot of infestations. I had bed bugs. I didn't know I had bed bugs until I enrolled in the plan. Um, after I enrolled, the care coordinator came to my apartment and evaluated me. Uh, it was then that I realized I had a lot of unmet needs. I'm a pretty sharp tack. Um, but it's really hard to look at yourself and say, hey, I'm not getting a lot of what I should get because I, I had just become so used to being underserved. I mean, I was an advocate involved in setting up the demo to begin with. So I knew a lot about the fact that there was going to be a position called the LTS coordinator. And as soon as I enrolled, I, I asked for a long-term service coordinator to be assigned to me to help. Uh, they came to my home and did an assessment. We clicked immediately. Uh, for me, I knew she was someone I could trust. She saw my living conditions and all the challenges I was experiencing firsthand. And she even saw things I didn't. I didn't realize it was abusive, some of the practices that, that I was experiencing. Um, and she assisted me in changing uh, out of the agency model into the consumer-directed model, where I'm able to hire my own PCA. She assisted me. And my care team assisted me because my care team included a physical therapist um, in getting a new custom wheelchair, which was huge. It increased my mobility tenfold. Um, they approved a deep cleaning of the apartment. 
I was able to get more PCA hours in the consumer-directed model. I have one PCA that I rely on. Just by luck, she lives in the apartment above me. <laughs> and I have a per diem PCA that I've hired one of the college kids, um, you know, if my regular PCA is sick, uh, she'll come on over. I give her a call and, and help me out. Um, and my PCA is considered part of my team. She's put input in on on some things. Like, you know, I didn't realize how bad my shower chair had gotten. And my PCA threw, threw in her two cents on that thing. Um I don't get my primary care from Commonwealth Care Alliance because Commonwealth Care Alliance runs um, uh, CCC, uh, Community Care. Uh, it's, it's a clinic. Um, I go to Fenway Health because it's nationally renowned for LGBTQIA uh, culture and services and it was the one part of my healthcare that was working for me before the demonstration. So I decided, you know, I'm just going to keep this part and we'll see what happens with the rest of it. It's worked really well. Um, I was recently admitted to the hospital for a behavioral health issue. Um, my longtime service dog passed away. It hit me really hard. I ended up with severe depression. Um, and when I was in the hospital, my care coordinator introduced me to a behavioral health specialist from my care team. And um, she's a licensed social worker. And she's actually now become my care partner in that she really coordinates a lot of my care. Um, she has a nurse practitioner that oversees my care within the CCA model, and they will talk with Fenway. They'll talk with the Boston Center for Independent Living, where my long-term service coordinator is, is at. Um, everyone talks to everyone. Uh, at Sometimes it's bad because it doesn't let me get away with stuff, but other times, it's, it, most of the time, it's absolutely fantastic, and I love it. Um, I was diagnosed as pre-diabetic recently, and during my reevaluation, I said I needed to work on my nutrition as my number one goal. And ultimately, that's what Allie, the behavioral health specialist, my social worker, is going to help me with, um, set me up with nutrition and all that stuff. Um, in my opinion, a good team means listening to the member, having the member be a part of the team being attuned to when there are significant changes in a member's life that could trigger something, and being flexible. Um, and I want to thank all of you out there who do what you do because ultimately it allows people to live happy and fulfilled lives. Thank you. Thank you for listening. This podcast is presented by the Lewin Group and is supported through the Medicare Medicaid Coordination Office at the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services. MMCO is dedicated to helping beneficiaries enrolled in Medicare and Medicaid have access to seamless, high-quality health care that includes a full range of covered services in both programs.
To support providers in their efforts to deliver more integrated, coordinated care, MMCO is developing technical assistance and actionable tools based on successful innovation and care models. To learn more about current efforts and resources, please visit our website or follow us on Twitter for more details. Our Twitter handle is at integrate underscore care.